Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. to Disposable Worlds, the podcast where we ask your... No, that's no good. (laughs) (laughs) That was shit, Ryan. What are you thinking? Yeah, I know. Yeah, the very rare one he stops himself before he even gets to us. That's about 50%. I really want to know what he was going to say, though. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the podcast where we invite your ideas to slow dance at the middle school dance and, you know, just kind of see what happens. I'm Ryan. I am the gangly kid with the braces and his shirt buttoned up incorrectly. Um, I'm Cody, and I'm the I'm the jock. I'm the middle school uh, prom king. Cody's picking up all the ladies, all the middle school yeah, ladies, uh-huh. all the middle school ladies, yeah. and treating them with respect. I'm picking <laughs> I'm picking them up with their permission. I'm not picking up any ladies unless I have consent. That's all he does. Um, I'm Steven, and I'm probably a chaperone. Oh. Of course, of so course you make are. Sure Cody doesn't get into too much trouble. Can you be like the DJ a, or something? Uh, what a buzzkill. DJ Steve. That's you true. know your DJ career is like doing really well when you're DJing a middle, a school, middle dance. school Yeah, that's true. It has a little bit more. DJ Steve. What if what if what if they got one of the chap like the DJ didn't show up and I'm the chaperone that they convinced to pop up <laughs> on the DJ thing. And we've got Mr. Mr. Weemeyer DJ. <laughs> he he volunteered. We don't know. His experience. We've got adjunct teacher, Mr. Weimar. I kind of want to make my DJ name DJ Chaperone. DJ Chaperone. DJ Chaperone. <laughs> DJ Chaperone in the house. Keeping it clean. Make sure you guys have yeah. enough space to fit a Bible in between you. If, Je- <laughs> if Jesus can't fit between you, you're too close. Like a pocket Bible? A pocket Bible. Front pocket. <laughs> Let's hop in and see. Oh, by the way, guys, this is what? Valentine's Day episode coming up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time this airs, or, uh, it's, well, it's well by the time this is released, it'll be past after. Valentine's Day. But you know, there's you. It's never too late for love. It's never too late for love. We can fit a lot of post love regret into this episode for all of exactly. our listeners. <laughs> so let's see what we've got. Um, so wait, hold on. What does that mean? What does that mean for the episode, Ryan? What do you mean? What? Lay it out for us. For those of us who are who are, who are too thick to pick up what you're putting down. The subtle tones of Ryan's metaphor. I don't yeah. know. What's going on? Are we doing anything uh, special? Valentine's Day? We're just pointing it out. Uh, happy happy post-Valentine's Day <laughs> or pre-super <laughs> early Valentine's Day. I feel like I said it was Valentine's Day. Well, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm saying that we should, uh, we're like going to put a, a, a Valentine's Day themed twist on the ideas. Every, everything in this episode is pink. <laughs> everything is pink and chocolatey and covered in regret. And you have to give notes to everyone in your class. <laughs> We all have to check. God, God forbid the girl you like, you know, figures out that you like her. Exactly. Or, or boy, whatever. Who cares? Dog. I don't know. That's the worst. That's the worst thing that can happen. Honestly, you don't want anybody to know who you like. You don't want them to know that you like them. That's just no good. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing when Steven's dog realized I really liked him. <laughs> it was really awkward for quite a while. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Love is love. Love is blind. You know. And dogs are colorblind, so it's like even worse. It's like colorblind, double blind. I think blind is worse than colorblind. If I had to pick one, yeah, I guess blind does trump colorblind. I've got I've got dog blindness. <laughs> you can't see dogs. That sounds terrible. Puppy love blindness. All right. So Sordo postulates when a person dies, they can think of a person. And that person will die. The person who was thought of to die does not get to think of another person, so it doesn't chain. 
So that's good because that would have been an immediately a cascading cluster. Yeah, there's a nice caveat there. We really would have destroyed all of humanity. That would have been the end. Um, not Jimes. Not Jimes says Mega Thunderdome. Three billion eight hundred million twenty thousand three hundred and eight men enter. One man leaves. Uh, hmm. So is that? That's just. That's not men, as in like. Like man, the human race. Well, it's men as an actual. That's the, kind of the gender. That's kind of the feeling I was getting at first, but then I thought that's a very specific number. So I wonder if. You but Googled, three billion would yeah. be approximately half, half the population that's what of I'm, Earth. That's what I'm thinking, or actually All forty forty nine percent. I think because it's actually three billion eight hundred three billion eight hundred million. So that's probably about half. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's what it is. I think that all men, all males, is it all males or is it all genetically male or anyone who identifies as a man? I don't want to be exclusive in this day and age. That's a good question. Yeah. Like, it sounds like they cut it off. So I guess if a lot of people are identifying as male, then some people that are genetically male just kind of get a free pass. They might just get Maybe cut this off. is the new way to define yourself as a man. You yeah, have you... to fight in the Mega Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you, willing are you to sure you want to identify as a man? Because yeah. remember, you are going to have to fight. You're going to have to fight in the Thunderdome. And only one man leaves, <laughs> just for the record. I often tell people that I, I don't think I'm a very competitive person, but that's just because the stakes aren't really there. Yeah. Like, you compete with someone at work, what do you really get? A little bit of inner office yeah. respect? Who yeah. cares? Maybe you turn Sally's head at reception? What I need what I need is to be the one man amongst <laughs> the entire planet of women. The only man left. Well, th- see, that's the question that I was going to pose, is that, I mean, how often does this happen? Like, it obviously is not a daily occurrence or even like a yearly one. <laughs> Is this like a Olympics style sort of a thing, or a once a generation? Once and a generation, also, obviously. Well, it has to be once every time you can get that many men. Like that's yeah. probably doesn't happen every day or every generation. Uh, you know, especially especially after the first time it happens, if we only have that many men and there's literally one man left, there's not going to be a lot of genetic diversity well, in the I, population. I was, I was thinking about that. The problem is that you know sperm banks are full. Like this is 2018. You think ooh, you think women ooh. can't reproduce without men? That's there could point. be a complete extinction of men, and women would get along just fine. It would that not is be an issue. For excellent them. point. They would probably be happier. Like they would be. So it's, okay, so wait, wait, wait. So is the Mega Thunderdome then just a women-controlled deal where they get three billion eight hundred million dudes in there? And just harvest their semen until they die, and only one man gets to leave. But then they've got all this—they've got all this <laughs> the semen to repopulate dome. with. Well, the thing is, they probably don't really like Stephen said. They probably don't need it. They have plenty of semen, you know. I mean, every donor gets, shoots a whole bunch of <laughs> oh, it man. <laughs> oh, in boy. the Thunderdome. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying, you really only need one semen per woman, right? For- Sure. One scene if you're really accurate, I guess. Yeah. Well, this is 2018. Science is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. I would assume maybe two. Mm-hmm. Too accurate. I'd say we have enough. I could, I could alone supply enough. <laughs> All right. Let's circle back to this one <laughs> after we get a little bit more some other stuff <laughs> to swirl on. in. Twelve Time Tony says, "Polterheist, the bank robbing ghost movie. Are you, are you robbing a ghost bank or is a ghost robbing a bank?" What's a ghost going to do with money? Is it a sperm bank? Is there a ghost well, think, robbing the sperm well, bank? Well, what if what if the ghosts what if the ghosts are like Bruce Willis ghosts, you know? Oh, like they don't know that they're dead until they go to pick up until they go to pick up all the gold bullion and their hands just go right through it. Twist it. Until the little boy and their crew <laughs> uh, <laughs> points it out. <laughs> uh, no, well, the ghost in sixth sense could interact with the physical realm, actually. So they can steal that gold. Oh, it's shit. the perfect crime. <laughs> but what are they going to spend it on? Yeah, like, they don't need. They food. don't know they're dead, so they're just gonna they're just gonna go spend it on things. So they're just going to assume that all the cashiers are really rude when they ignore them. <laughs> they get ignored, except for that one little boy who notices them. Except for all that floating gold bullion that is like keeps oh, getting my. plopped down on counters. And I've stuff. just been paid for these goods that were in front of me. <laughs> well, it could be it could be like a mission for uh, ghost hunters. Like those what, I've, I haven't watched many of those, but those television shows mm-hmm. with uh, people who track down ghosts. So mm. what if it's like the ghost hunters show up at this bank and like the bank manager's like, I'm sure you're curious as to why I've summoned you here. 
And then he shows the ghost hunter's surveillance footage. And just ectoplasm everywhere. I haven't seen much of the ghost hunters, but I don't know how much ectoplasm there is. There's a lot. I feel like that's a construct of uh, um, Ghostbusters. I know one thing about ghosts is that they leave ectoplasm everywhere. So the Ghostbusters, they bust ghosts purely for just being ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's like they're like the ice. They're like the immigration services. Is bank robbing the the physical world a like legitimate job in ghost reality? I think whoever submitted this just liked the portmanteau and didn't really think about like practically how this movie would work. <laughs> That's just my guess. It's a good port- portmanteau. <laughs> it's solid. It's a solid portmanteau. I mean, I would probably watch uh, it. I do kind of like robbing a ghost bank, too. I just don't know what you'd be stealing from a ghost bank. Yeah, I mean... There's nothing to say that the whole world isn't just ghosts. Like, this is just a ghost world, oh. right? And the, some of these ghosts are robbing a bank. Like, that's just, that's just what's going down. They're robbing the bank from other ghosts. They're robbing ghost money. That's the twist at the end, is that it's just a normal base, bank heist movie. But at the end, you realize <laughs> that everybody was ghosts the whole time. They were ghosts. But that doesn't really have any bearing on the plot at all. So it's just no. kind of like a fun little thing. <laughs> By the the entire movie, it's shot in such a way to where you never see the, the bandits like with other people throughout the entire movie. <laughs> and so you get like uh, the point of view shifts from the bandits to the detectives who are tracking them down. So like you kind of get both sides of the story and they're tracking them down. And then the end... Like, the anxiety is building, the music is building, and the detectives kick down the door to where you know the ghosts are, mm-hmm. and they bust in there, and it's just, like, all the piles of money and no one else. <laughs> it's just, just ectoplasm everywhere. Just a big splooge of ectoplasm. Why is this movie called Polterheist? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would rather this be a one-man show uh, where one guy plays everything. He plays the entire bank heist by himself. But then at the end, he's Eddie like, Murphy. but also, <laughs> I was all ghosts. The end. Yeah, no, that sounds super fun. I right? would watch that. Eddie Murphy to play eight different ghosts. Okay, okay, that does sound super fun. <laughs> all right, Chef, Chef Robert Irvine says, Sometimes when you are asleep or unconscious, your arms and legs will detach from your body and run away, Jeez. hide, or do whatever they want. Upon waking up, you could potentially be missing one to four limbs. If you find the missing limbs and make contact, they will willing, willingly reattach. Uh, so this is kind of like a detachable penis sort of a situation. I don't know if you remember oh, that song from wait, the 90s. Wait, what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was a great song. I, I do remember that song. Oh, man. So what would you do if you woke up and you had, like, just an arm? Man, I would... I guess I would probably call somebody. I would dig in on that caterpillar life. Let me tell you. I would... I would be all about caterpillars. I'd play night crawlers. Do you think with my friends? Yeah, you, this is the best world. Do you think this is covered by like paid vacation at work? Like this is like a pretty legitimate <laughs> personal time off. Yeah, like PTO use, right? This is a sick day. I cannot, I cannot find my legs today, boss. Well, like they, hold on. Gone. The thing is, like, if this is a problem, like this is a pretty common problem, you probably have ways of like strapping your shit down so you uh, don't lose them yeah but whoa whoa that's whoa, whoa, whoa. A, that's I'm your responsibility i'm gonna stop you right here because your hands have fingers and shit the same fingers that you used to strap them down and to hide them are the same fingers <laughs> that are just gonna <laughs> untie that knot yeah but yeah but those fingers that you use you control with your brain what's controlling them while you're asleep you know that's Finger the age-old question that's the philosopher's <laughs> dilemma Am I, am I, if you, if you <laughs> in cut. In this world, if, the philosopher's dilemma is what does control my yeah. arm and it leaves my body If you night? cut off, if you cut off my hands, if you cut off my arm, do you say me and my arm or my arm <laughs> and me? If you, okay, okay if you Hold cut on. off, if you cut off my head, is it me and my body or me and my head? If you cut off my arm, is it me and my arm or me and my body? That's the dilemma here. What the here. fuck are you talking about? That's, what is you? What is you? If you cut off your arm, is your arm you still? Is it like a splinter of your... Wait, so is there is there the possibility that... Could you wake up with someone else's arm? That's the thing. That that's When they get clever, they start pretending to be other people's arms and swap each other out. Yeah. Man, Ryan, you're looking small. You wouldn't notice for like a whole day until you notice that your ring was wrong. <laughs> that's not your ring. Or like... 
Is that the is that the one difference you have between your arm and other people's arms? Is the ring? You wouldn't fucking notice that. <laughs> but your your arms are on the lookout all you day. You wouldn't long. notice the difference in length, girth, amount of hair, mm, cleanliness no, of nails. No, because your arms are looking. Every time they're passing somebody on the street, they're looking, and that other arm is looking back. Well, if okay, again, if this is a problem, if this is a consistent problem, you tattoo your arms, or you mark it in some way. Why are these two arms looking at each other? Because they're this? swapping it out. They every every appendage wants to get out out of Dodge. They just want to go live a new life. They're so tired. They're trying to go live out on their I own. I think they just I think they just want to have fun. It's like it's like night at the museum. Like you know everything comes to life and just parties. But in the morning they go back. They're tired of being complicit in your the things that you do to yourself every night. They do not okay. ag- agree, <laughs> and they do not. Well, Brian, like what being, you do every night might be a little uh, different. You know, I'm tired. I'm I'm a little complicit in that too. They don't like being press ganged into that, so they just want to change the pace. Uh, so there is a solution. There is a solution for this actually. You lock up your arms and legs, and the only way to unlock them is with the uh, voice activation, like vo- voice recognition. Oh, damn yeah. Hmm. Do mouths count as limbs? No. <laughs> no. No. Damn it. I thought no. I, I thought Brian, I found you're trying no, so hard no. to find some way to make I this I found work. A loophole. But no in every way. No. <laughs> <It's not a laughs> no. Okay. So what okay. Now so how... are closer to loopholes than they are to limbs. Do do orifices count as limbs? Can your anus <laughs> go away? Is it if it's dis- if it's distended, is, yes, it is does. Is my eye limb. Listen, if your orifices do count as limbs, you can still only uh, miss a maximum of four limbs. Yeah, so one to four. If your mouth goes off with your hand, with your hand, your arm, and a leg, that's pretty rough. How would your mouth go? It would take your. How would your arm go? A, you're a tube. <laughs> you're a tube from mouth to anus. Your mouth can't go without like your whole body. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Guess what, Stephen? You're already a meat tube, and you don't even know it. Yeah. No, How's I that? do know it. I know How's all that? about my meat tube. I'm very familiar with the meat tube. I think tube. Steven is more aware of how much of a meat tube he is than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I'm very familiar with the tube of meat that is me. Okay, so how about this? How pissed off are you when you wake up from your first night surviving in the Mega Thunderdome and you have only one leg because all of your fucking limbs ran off? The last man alive. So what you do, you, you kill all other... Three billion eight hundred men, and before you leave the Thunderdome, you're like, you know what, Daddy's gonna take a nap. <laughs> Daddy's gonna take a nap to celebrate. I'm a little bit tuckered out. I just Keep killed killing three all three billion eight hundred men. This does make it makes a good story though, because I think the person who survived is the guy who didn't sleep the night before. He just wakes Ooh. up. Everyone else is like missing arms and legs. He gets the drop on everyone. He has beaten the shit out of people with their own exactly. arms and yeah. legs. He's got a whole. His, bandolier full of arms and legs you know what that actually is a really good point like the logistics of the mega thunderdome are a little bit perplexing yeah three billion eight hundred people first of all where what venue is going to host that right mm. second of all like how long does it take for that many people to whittle themselves down to one person this is probably going to take weeks weeks of murder mm. you know there's gonna be lots of maybe it's like, like a pub g sort of a thing where like the uh the, the the area of battle keeps shrinking you have to keep running towards the center and taking people out as you yeah, go but where would it even begin three billion eight hundred million maybe it starts everywhere maybe it's the entire uh, world i don't think australia is doing very much Maybe it's the entire world, and then all of a sudden somebody drops oh. a beacon, and it's like, "Shit, I gotta get to fucking Antarctica in the next three days." <laughs> so if if it's the entire world, um, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of mistaken identity problems. Why so? Uh, this isn't this uh, this isn't me being bigoted or anything like that, uh-huh. but you know, gender norms, the lines have blurred a little bit. Sometimes it's tough. We've got. We've constructed what a typical male looks like and a female mm-hmm. looks like. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Well, no, Sometimes no, you're not just tell. flying around, just like wailing people that you think are male. Like you, this is this is a this is like a this is like a government controlled sort of a thing. Like you have a you have like a tattoo on your forehead that says male or something like that. Like oh. this is like this is locked <laughs> in. Like this is locked um, in from you have a, you have a canister, you have a gas canister that has been implanted into your shoulder blade that just spills. Smoke spews bomb. green yeah. smoke. <laughs> Just a target. <laughs> to identify you uh-huh. as a target, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's better. That's good. Or all women, 
all women could leave the planet just for like mm. yeah they're all a vacation hanging, they're all hanging out on the moon yeah they're all hanging out on the moon or something and and while we're Wait, it would make a lot more sense to send all the men away, I think. I do. Yeah, maybe the men <laughs> should battle on the moon. That could be yeah, cool, because the then the moon could get dyed with our blood, and it would be part that red. That would be cool. Uh, I also really, I think we should reemphasize Mega Thunderdome. It's one big dome. It does say Mega dome. Thunderdome. It does say dome. Come on. How could, we, how could we not have just one massive dome? Or like it's, a... It's, it's got to be a space dome. It's definitely got to be a yeah, space dome. Yeah, big space dome. The only problem with the space dome and sending men away, like, how are the women supposed to be able to like go up there and watch if it's in space? We can. We're live streaming our battles as we as we kill each other. But there's there's nothing there, nothing quite beats being like at the front row, in in the splatter zone, getting getting right up in that splatter of a, zone of a thunderdome. You know, like you got to have people hanging onto the dome like exterior and shaking shaking it and stuff like that and yelling taunting them taunting them. okay what, what about point. this what about this what about it doesn't start this actually works pretty well for the valentine's day episode <laughs> <laughs> this is the most romantic one we've ever done it really is honey honey i would let you taunt me during the the, the mega thunderdome i would totally thunder kill dome. three billion men for you just to get back to you baby <laughs> Just to repopulate you and every other woman <laughs> in the entire world. I would I would enter the Mega Thunderdome just so I could marry you. Because as we know, marriage is only between a man and a woman in this Christian society. <laughs> After I murder every other man. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty rough if it's still just like polygamy is not cool. So you're just still with that one woman. Baby, I love you so much that after I murdered every other man on the entire planet... I would withhold my seed from every other woman and only repopulate with you. <laughs> And our children, <laughs> forever. It's a good thing you did point out the the semen, Stephen. Which you, <laughs> yeah, I know. You are always quick to do. I'm always thinking about those sperm banks. It's on my <laughs> all, mind. All semen, Stephen. Even semen, Stephen. Called me. That's what they called me in school. <laughs> that guy. I always wondered why. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I know. Sense. People kept asking me about that name. Uh, say what you want about yeah, Stephen, but you'll always get your fair share of semen from that guy. <laughs> Genetic diversity would have been a real problem if we if you didn't think about that. All right, so how, how about this? How about what if it doesn't start as a mega thunderdome? What if it starts as a personal thunderdome with a, like a five foot radius, and every time that you take out another male, you're you absorb their thunderdome radius. So when you take out your first guy, now you've got a ten foot thunderdome radius around you. That no, you still have a dome. But right? yeah, it's a what dome radius that generated by like a force field. And every time you take out a, another oh, person, okay. you absorb all of their radius, and no woman can enter that. So you cannot procreate because no woman can get close enough to your sperm bank, <laughs> your personal sperm bank, until you've eliminated. Well, eventually, eventually, your radius is going to take up like part a huge yeah, chunk of the I surface. I know of the it's planet. a real clusterfuck for everybody involved, but. <laughs> when you, when you're, there are no winners in this when you finally, situation. When you finally win, then you're, the the bubble bursts and it is just oh okay. It's, then it's yeah. okay, that bone town. The bubble bursts and then whatever women are left on the planet have to travel three who, days who to get to you. Who haven't been drowned by your bubble pushing them out into the ocean? Um. So I did just realize of the three billion eight hundred million people, there's a gonna be a good chunk of like geriatrics and babies in there oh dude yeah they're fucked sorry <laughs> um but it does say men do what at what point does a boy become a man <laughs> after they've killed their first person in the mega thunderdome duh <laughs> how many roads must a man walk down and is it gonna be like hunger games where every time a man dies it broadcasts it on the ceiling of the dome oh, dude, Hell big time. yeah it's gonna be spamming that shit for forever this is way better than the Olympics, mm. for sure. Now, is this something that they just sort of jumped on you? Like, they didn't really give you any warning about it. There's, they're not just like, hey, next month, remember, guys, it's the Mega Thunderdome. Remember, Mega so, Thunderdome. I don't. Maybe do a couple crunches or something. I feel like that shit would get out. Um, I feel like you would stop making babies about five years, seventeen years before the expected. <laughs> event horizon of, ideally ideally 17 yeah. years yeah 17 years yeah last baby but it's hard though because everybody can once everybody stops making I mean, maybe you babies, just stop making male babies well, what would you do i mean what do you you can't expect to just like toss your 
baby over the walls of Sparta because you're afraid it's gonna get caught up in the no, mega no, thunderdome. No. You just have you just have like sex upside down or whatever. However, it is you have girls? Yeah. I feel like in the mega thunder <laughs> thunderdome, ba- baby male babies would be mo- treated more like stim packs than anything else. <laughs> they're just they're just things for you to consume and eat. When the time arrives. That's true. If you're so concerned with like surviving the oh, ons- the, the constant onslaught of upwards three billion men on a daily basis, and you gotta have some babies. murdering them, you gotta have. You're some probably snacks. not. You're probably not thinking about like yeah, gathering food all that much. And even if you are, like, how do you like what options do you have in the Thunderdome? Especially for food? if you're in space. I mean, there's do no. They, do they no... have like food trucks in there, no, or yeah. what's going? You're on? You're just eating whatever uh, taco errant, shop. whatever sort of errant limbs that you can happen to find. From people taking naps whose limbs have dis- <laughs> discarded themselves. That's why you don't get your limbs And back. children in geriatrics. <laughs> Do you think if you slept, like, in a fetal position, that would help keep your limbs together? It might help a little <laughs> bit. Do you think that, like, you could do things like give, your, give yourself foot rubs and, like, uh, hand rubs and stuff to help them stick around? Do you think that you could like have slave <laughs> limbs that give you back rubs and arm rubs and stuff to like help your? Those are like, called slaves. Yes, yeah, well, slave thing, limbs. I mean, it says that it says that it only happens while you're asleep. But what if you can train your mind to like enter that state to where your limbs come alive while still being awake? Oh, so that'd be pretty handy. Because what if what if you like bust into like a, a cellar and there's a guy there, you see his silhouette, and you're like, uh, you're about to get. Thunder domed, pal, or whatever. Thunder owned. I don't know. Some <laughs> thunder owned. <laughs> yeah. There we go. You're about to get thunder owned, and uh, he turns around. You see that the silhouette isn't complete, and there's like an arm mm. missing. And then behind you, <laughs> the arm grabs. <laughs> oh, that's a dirty trap. Using uh, your art, your limbs as like remote I, I, murder weapons. Honestly, that kind of depends um, on. Why why are the limbs leaving you? Is it because you just don't take care of them very well? Or do they just yearn for freedom? Ooh, that's interesting. What if what if your limbs what if it's like it's like a Tamagotchi? Mm. If you didn't feed your limbs correctly. I've not been feeding them nearly enough. So if you take care of your limbs and clean up their shit. Yeah, yeah they've been like, pooping all over the place. Y- your limbs will be satisfied and they won't leave you. Mm-hmm. God, that's like having four babies all of a sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But their needs are probably not that high, all things considered. All you got to do is do a couple curls. <laughs> your limbs probably, I can imagine, want to be strong. Unless, actually, maybe your limbs don't like working out. Maybe they don't want to be, like, I don't want to be sore all the but time. how are you going to survive the Thunderdome if you don't have worked out, yoked up limbs? So it's a trade-off. It really is a trade-off because yeah. it's just like, like, well, if I don't get super yoked, I'm probably not going to stand a bit fair chance at the Thunderdome. But if I do get super yoked, my limbs are definitely going to leave but me do you, and maybe even and, kill me in my sleep. Then I'm going to get yoked in the Thunderdome. Do limbs have personalities, though? Do you have, like, is your, like, left leg a f- murderous beast, but your right arm is very docile? Is a, is a pacifist. Yeah. And it's like... And it's always trying to stop and your like, leg. Yeah, it's traumatized because you had to choke out that 70-year-old man that you found. With your foot. That's, yeah. It's <laughs> like you let your foot take that one. Or but you got caught up in the mix and you had to defend yourself and you had to like gouge out you know that that dude's eyes and now your your right arm is traumatized. <laughs> it's a pacifist. That's certainly why your arm has been leaving more recently. I really want to hear someone in like a court of law justify like I had to gouge out uh, that guy's eyes. Thunder the Thunderdome. I had I had no alternate recourse. Mega Thunderdome. Where are you, dude? Do you think there are rules in the Mega Thunderdome? Is there, or is it no holds it's barred? No holds barred. Balls to the wall blood feast it's non-stop that's yeah. that's the only thing that makes sense to me yeah dude what you're gonna yeah. try somebody who's gonna try somebody in a court of law who's gonna try somebody that make the one guy that makes it out they're gonna put him in jail so he can't reproduce for a, what well they'll probably just like attach him to like a, a semen siphoning machine or something i mean i mean you'd see like a lawyer and a judge in the thunderdome and then you'd kill them <laughs> and it would be over like yeah Take that, take that, judge. Take that to court for you. Go on, file, file that brief, Mister Judge Man. I gotta say, like whoever survives the Thunderdome is probably gonna be pretty messed up. Yeah, oh yeah, 
It's going to have the only, see that's the thing though, is that the only way that you're going to be able to ease his scarred and shattered mind from all the horrible things that he's... Is a lifetime of, worth of orgies. Yes, just nonstop. Just the most sensual boning down on top of a pile of people trying to get pregnant, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta say, if... if Like, there's a point where the Thunderdome becomes so big, you might... Like, I could definitely see someone winning by accident, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, it isn't the most capable man who wins. It's just like... It was Tony who went out for a bathroom break. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tony Tony just takes... He's like not... He's not even participating. He's just chilling out yeah. and relaxing. And then accidentally happens to win the Ultra, yeah, Ultra Thunderdome. Because he was under the bleaches. Throgdor. Throgdor the Conquernator was like out there just ripping heads off left and right. But he pushed, he pushed, his, uh, he pushed his left leg too far. And in its sleep, his left leg... It betrayed him. Yeah, choked him out to death. Are, are your limbs still alive If when you sleep? They're so apparently... Does it know it's committing suicide? Well, no, because if... I don't think your limbs are at that point, once they've liberated themselves, I think they're <laughs> their own entity, legally yeah. and Do your limbs continue physically. to live if you die? So if you die, can your limbs return to your body and, like, animate your body? Oh, that's a good question. Well, that would... Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> So oh, yeah, would your body it's a real just want to weekend of Bernie's situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, would your body just want to strangle you to death in your sleep so they can just take over? Mine would for sure. Yeah. Oh With yeah. Everything I do, to my limbs, <laughs> all the yes. horrible things you put them through. I just want to before we get too crazy, I want to throw out the ver- the last one that we have here, the last idea, because it it's already we're already there. We, we might have to we might have to backtrack a bit if we want to get to the point before we get too. No, crazy. this is this one fits already. Because Starbeard Boy says, a world where the meaning of life is to kick ass and take names. But I feel like we're already <laughs> we're already pretty much there with Make a Thunder Well, hold on. Is life is life limited to men though? Is what? Is life limited to men? Where do women fall into this? <sighs> they live, don't they? As far as Maybe I know. Maybe they're taking the names they gotta kick while ass the men too. are kicking ass. Uh, they're the, yeah, they're taking the names. I don't want, oh, so the women can't kick ass. Well, I don't want to pigeonhole them. They, just because just they don't get a huge population Thunderdome of all women. Yeah. What if they do? What if they do at the same time? What if it's happening, like concurrently? Mm. And the last male and the last female on Earth get to bone down. Sure, hope they like each other. That's a really uphill battle to repopulate the the Earth with two. There's only two of you left. And you... well, I don't think I don't think it's the the idea is to repopulate the Earth if you're trying to destroy. Ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the population of Earth. Yeah, you know? but yeah, what do you I think do it's then? To kill all humanity at that point. What if it's just like a radical new idea of like a super? Yeah. Uh, so humanity, we all got together in a big human meeting, and we decided, you know, we're fucking worthless. We all gotta die, but we're not gonna like commit suicide. We gotta go out in the most epic way possible. We gotta go out in a cool way. Two massive thunderdomes. <laughs> really. <laughs> really, what we should do is just whittle us down to the most aggressive and brutal two of us, and yeah. let them be, let them repopulate the world with an inbred clusterfuck of murders. Oh man, we could become monsters. a race of Klingons. We would go from being humans <laughs> to Klingons. There would be one man and one woman who just yeah. murdered their entire genders. Yeah, that's the shortest and... route to Klingon Klingondom. Yeah, this really is. We just invented Klingons. If the story of Noah and the Ark was Noah and the Thunderdome, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd have paid a lot more attention in Bible school, man. Tony, oh, man. Tony and the Mega Thunderdome <laughs> is the most important chapter of the Bible. And the best part about that is, like, if if it is like Noah's Ark, if this is the Bible story, like God, God is wrathful, <laughs> and so He takes it out on on the world. <laughs> Like God didn't just kill humans; he killed all animals yeah. too, and only left. He made all the giraffes like, enough to fight repopulate. to the death until there was just two. So that, left. Yeah, that, that means there's the giraffe Thunderdome, the, the oh, opossum yeah. Thunderdome, like every single like. And Noah's busy; he's got to build all these giant wooden Thunderdomes for all these. It's a lot creatures. of work to build all those domes. You could start man. with like the termite yeah. ones, and like the the flea Thunderdomes and stuff, and then just really he'd kind of hone it down over time. The only problem with this, like, this actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it, because this is how oh, yeah. certain species 
uh, went extinct is that they all just happened. Yeah, to, woolly, woolly like, mammoth Thunderdome. That place just got way too high. Yeah, the last the last woolly mammoth in the Thunderdome was badly injured, and only maybe the female survived. And it's like, what am I going to do now? We don't got woolly mammoth sperm banks. Yeah, it's all gone. Way too and that's why that's why when you go to the Arctic Circle, you find just a pile of woolly mammoth bodies. Yeah, that's why that's why every woolly mammoth skeleton we found is in the same place. In the mammoth dome. The, ma- yeah. the mammoth but, dome. So there's something we haven't touched on here, though, which is that when a person dies, they can think of another person. Yeah. Oh, wow. In the Thunderdome, that's, yeah, that's, that's also pretty appropriate for Valentine's Day. It really Day. does. It really, it's really a powerful thing in the Thunderdome. I was thinking about that probably about two minutes ago. You could could you off yourself and then think someone else to death? Oh, that doesn't help you much in the Thunderdome. That doesn't help you be the last one standing. Yeah, it doesn't help you in the long run, but it's a good way to get revenge on the people who have wronged you in your life. It does. I feel like it does make our problem of the fact that this is going to be going on for you know weeks and months and probably yeah, it accelerates. Years. That's like, true. That'll help this, to burn through. This, people it really for accelerates sure. the amount of of death. Oh my that god, that's exactly how you're going to win by accident. Like there's three of you left, and Chuck kills Larry, and Larry thinks of Chuck. When he dies, mm, yeah, and then and then Dave's over there just like smoking reefer. You have to do, yeah. st- you have to stealth kill everybody because if they see your face, and they're just gonna think about you when you kill them. Have you ever, have you ever gotten a stealth a stealth kill in a room with three billion men? Because man, <laughs> vi- avoiding those vision cones that's rough. That's rough business. Mm, that is rough. How do you do it? I think. Well, I think this is a really romantic idea. I think it works for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Um, cause if I go out, I want the love of my life to go out with me. Cause it just kills me to think that when I die, they're going to be fucking. Other yeah. People, it might be, know? it might be something like that where it's like, if I'm going to die, at least everybody's got that in the hopper going into the mega thunder dome, you know, who you're, mm-hmm. who you've got, like who you've, whose number you've got. Mm-hmm. You're like, if I'm going to leave, who you're you taking out with you. Then I swear to God, then fucking Samantha who stood me up at the prom is not going to be able to procreate and spread her filthy DNA. You know, there's a lot of pretty intense ramifications from this, uh, obviously. But, I mean, think about how much easier the JFK assassination would have been. Mm. Also, <laughs> elaborate. That's true. Assassinations it, can essentially just be suicides. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You it's just like a kamikaze assassination yeah, situation. You could, what if, can you be like on the other side of the planet and kill someone just by thinking about them? Just by thinking How of them. How powerful is this? Well, there are, there, there, there are no limits on this right now. All you have to do is think of them. Like, what if, like, what if they don't even exist? What if you just imagine a person and think of them and like, what, whatever magical power, you know, doles out the murders is just like, eh, close enough. <laughs> The person you imagine kind of looks like Ryan, so we're going to kill him. Yeah, or if you like, happen to be thinking about like Barney or something like that, whoever the guy is that has to to pilot that suit that day is just dead. And imagine if you're just like some sadistic fuck and you see a plane flying in the sky and you just think like, hmm, pilot. pilot. Who, whoever's piloting that, you know, whoever's... I feel like it would have to be much more specific. I think you would have to really know them. Like you would have to know their name. Okay. You'd have to know their Like know their name? name? The social security no, number? Just their name yeah. and their face. Their favorite flavor of ice cream? I mean, like, I could I could totally off um, whatever. The, with, like, the fucking Facebook guy. Um, that dead-eyed How many fish people? man. Whatever his name is. I can't remember. What's his name? <laughs> um, because I... Elon Zuckerberg. Cause if, yeah, Zuckerberg. Okay, so if I knew Zuckerberg's name <laughs> and I can envision his face, then I could send my death curse after him. But I couldn't be like... Oh, that guy that used to live next door to me when I was 12 and he ran over my skateboard with his car. Zuckerberg ran over your skateboard? No wonder why you want to murder him. No wonder why you hate him. Well, if they were one of the same, if they were one and the same, I'd be fine. But if it was two different people, skateboard guy, he gets a free pass. Because I don't don't know, I don't know his name and his face. I feel like that's the real. Well, how, what's the likelihood do you think that you'll have the presence of mind to like mind murder someone Mm. when you die? Like while you're dying, dying while you're sh- while you're like shitting yourself in your death throes, <laughs> you're just thinking like really hard about Steven, just like oh the most gruesome death. What if it's like a Max Payne freeze frame moment where like somebody at just as you're oh, dying, exactly like a dialogue box pops up just and as you're dying, you like, or like death, death himself comes up and he's like, hey, you want? you're going down, but you get a chance to add another name to this list. You're like, all right. You write down that name for death. What if this is already currently how it works? 
Because, I mean, how would you ever even learn about this, honestly? Yeah. There'd be no how would anyone know. know this is a thing? There's no way to keep track. I'm a believer. What if, okay, when does death, when does death show up and ask this? Because some people are legally considered dead. So what if you're a person who just, like, gets <laughs> excels at stopping your own heart <laughs> so that you can get to the brink of death too. and then kill someone and then, like, resuscitate yourself? Well, okay, so then you would be aware of it at some point. So that infer- there's... That's that's a loose lips sink ship sort of a thing. So like if you're aware, so you want to tell anyone no, about if you're, it? <laughs> if you're aware of it and you're gaming that system, at some point that information is going to get out, and people are going to be aware of this, and then people are going to lit- litigate you, and they're going to change the legal definition of what it means to die, so that in a court of law you can't be gaming that system anymore. <laughs> yeah, death shows up again. He's like, "Sorry, pal, you're not legally dead right now." I like the idea that death is is obligated to the law. You yeah, know. death. Death is pretty chill. He follows. He's, he follows the rules. He's man. a government eight, uh, agent. Oh my god! What if we can fend off death? What if we can fend off death by just changing the legal definition oh, of death? Yeah. Like technically, <laughs> technically, it's impossible Has to die. Has thought about that yet? <laughs> so, Has that gone through Congress yet? Death isn't possible. This could be a really big thing you just said. I mean, I don't know that we've decided to remove death as a concept. And if it conceptually doesn't exist, then you can't die. Well, I mean, like if you're on U.S. soil and Congress has said. That legally, death is just doesn't exist. I'm I'm just I'm looking forward to HR six six six, the end of death, Amer- America death that is at least, or maybe death just has like a different book for each country. Well, some country has to start the chain reaction. You know, there's going to be one nation that passes the first anti-death law. What if we learn? And what if that nation is like? What if that nation is uh, the island of Keanu? <laughs> Maybe this happened and, years ago, and we've yeah. Keanu been, Reeves secretly uh, has his own is he a, nation. Is he a sovereign citizen, and he's just decided he's a sovereign citizen. Yeah, he's just visiting the United All States. All right, so this is okay. So this is rough though, because there's the inverse. Because when a dictator decides that he wants to ethnically cleanse a race, he can just have oh yeah, he, he can just ratify <laughs> oh. a law that says that all he, people of a certain oh. ethnicity are just dead, just legally dead. are legally dead, and they are yeah. they are legally dead at that point. But you got to be careful. You got to be really careful when you do that, because what, like, if you do that, and then everyone who legally dies, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna kill fucking Fidel. Yeah, that's, uh, with my. Well, that's why you got to pass it yeah. in secret. It's got to be a secret. It's got to be a writer to a, another a secret bill law that you slipped in there <laughs> on a Friday at like four thirty. As soon and as soon as you like ratify that, boom, the laws of death are changed. That's rough, man. Nobody should have that that kind of power. What a corrupt world we live in, that somebody could just do that. Well, actually, if that is the case, if that really is the case, then we don't live in a corrupt world when you think about it, because death is normal. It's pretty fair. Death obeys the law, at least. Okay, but wait, wait, so whoa, I feel whoa, like whoa, everyone, whoa, 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 Stop. Everybody stop. Everyone just on no, the off chance everybody that Everybody shut got, the okay. fuck up. If everybody... <laughs> if ev- Okay. Steven, that includes laughing. No, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Listen to this. A group of marginalized people have been have been legally declared dead. What's their only recourse? They rob a fucking bank. Yo. They rob the Yo. goddamn Fort Knox. On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just to get even. Fort Knox is going down. The Polter Heist. The Polter Heist. All right. Okay. That's yeah, I'm down. Cool. So the entire movie. the entire population of these marginalized people. Yeah, <laughs> every single one of Dude, them. This this movie's gonna be pretty impactful when it comes out. You know, it's gonna it has a pretty clear message that it's trying to send about um, <laughs> about overstepping judicial <laughs> oversight <laughs> acceptance uh, <laughs> laws and shit. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. It's fine. About scaring people into not uh, legally redefining death for the purpose of murdering a whole people <laughs> because they might come back and steal your gold. <laughs> the moral of the story. That's um, like that's like an Aesop's fable right there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'd definitely be uh, a good way to burn through people in the Thunderdome. I mean, it would just it'd just be a force multiplier. It's true. Just, just change the laws. All, all men with black hair are no longer alive. Mm-hmm. What? It, but you know what? Murder is, uh, as far as 
I think the Bible is concerned. You may have heard of it. It's a little known text called the Bible. <laughs> uh, murder is wrong. And I think post-death thought murder is still falls, still falls into that category. It's still a sin. So you, and that's a sin that you can't ask Jesus for forgiveness for because you did. Yeah, exactly. So this is this is something that like you would really want to have to kill that person. You die and and like death shows up and he's like, "Hey man, so the only thing that is really actually explicitly outlawed and that will prevent you from going to heaven is murder. But I will let you kill one I'm going to give you you can kill one person. You will go to You'll hell. be damned eternally, but um you know, your your call I like in this scenario if it were actually like St. Peter. Like, you go all the <laughs> way up there. He's got one list that is people to let into heaven, and he's got another piece of paper that's like the people those people want to kill. It's like write any name. You can write any <laughs> name here. Just write a name. But here. you write a name here. I cross your name off of here. We won't, so, we won't speak about what happens. You know, it's one of those don't ask, don't tell situations. But is it? Heaven's got going no, on up No, St. Peter's not going to let you in if you do it. It's, a, it's like a contract. It's like you can write a name here, but I'm crossing your name off this list to get in. List. You're off the guest list for heaven. The dopest nightclub <laughs> <laughs> in the galaxy. He's got all the blood. Those aren't clouds, my dude. <laughs> it is pure vapor. Cocaine, the most heavenly substance. Bible didn't say nothing about no, no cocaine. Not. Explicitly, <laughs> Cocaine's not a sin. Explicitly <laughs> said that no cocaine is addressed in this book. And Jesus, see, they changed the text of the Bible originally because there wasn't cocaine at the time, so they were confused. They were just like, Jesus turned his blood into cocaine. I don't get it. What does that, what does that mean? We gotta well. Just, let's just change it to wine, okay. since we know what so that the thing is. That, the thing that worries me about this world again is big politics interfering. When the mega thunderdome hits, and everybody, all the men are are thunderdomed. Do, are they removed from their? I got thunderdomed the other are day. Are they removed from their? Like, are they removed from their positions of office? Is it kind of like if the president is? Um, is thunderdomed and the vice president is a female does she become the president because well hold on you're assuming that this is taking place in our world with I'm our talking about politics like, we've already established that politics is a thing well that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. like well politics might be a thing but what if it's an entirely female-led planet what if only like women that's hold the all problem, the power is because then they can legislate they can yeah, women in power is no, a problem no, no, right no. in this in this specific <laughs> instance not in general but in this specific instance because <laughs> it say that ryan gosling is thunderdomed then all of the women can just legislate that all men are dead except for Ryan Gosling. And they would make They could just cherry-pick it. They could just cherry-pick it. That's not fair. That's not a level playing field. Oh, so you could retroactively write people back to life. No. Uh, I'm saying once the Thunderdome hits, there's an emergency session of Congress that says that Ryan yeah, Gosling... The women, the women would definitely pick Ryan Gosling over me. Yeah. yeah. We don't stand a chance against Ryan Gosling. Not fair. Hold on, but this is this is in a world where uh, your arm will leave you if you work. <laughs> so, so I feel like that's gonna play some role. Ryan Gosling's body is probably going to be less totally perfect. That's true. You know, he he can't get he can't keep his arms in order a, to do a good core workout routine. He's a know? nearly perfect man, but one of his legs just doesn't like him. Like it's just yeah, always leaving. That's a that's exactly. a known risk with any man, though. I feel like that's just a that's just a known caveat. Well, that's my like, point. That's that like that helps to level the playing field a bit, at least. No. That puts us yeah. so okay. So you're saying that like the, <laughs> no, you're still pretty far away from Ryan Gosling. <laughs> so you're saying that the person who has the most control over their limbs, whoever can keep their limbs together and in line, is just inherently more attractive than ryan gosling no 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 whoever can keep their limbs together and in line long enough to like knock out you know pump some iron and murder three billion other men (laughs) no 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 no. pump some iron and like you know up that up that their hotness gauge they're yoked to hotness gauge like ryan gosling's got a, a good nice body going on these days but like how good is it if you can't find your legs to go running you know because i ate them in the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now I have your leg power, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, now I am the Blade Runner. <laughs> and you can't run at all, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> but so if if we go with the um, God enforcing the Thunderdome on all beings, 
Do you think animals have the same concern with their limbs running away, or or is that a specifically human trait? Mm. I don't know, because it doesn't specify. It just says sometimes when you are asleep. Yeah, you might be the universal you uh, for yeah, dogs. No, I'm, I'm all about this, actually. At first, I was hesitant, but the more I thought about, like, alligator legs just, like, crawling yeah. around on their own. I mean, like, that would... Oh, my God. But you can only miss a maximum of four. So octopuses and squids, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. They can only got a, four. They've got a couple legs up on us. I, honestly, they might have, at this point, after several million years of that shit, octopuses might just be the dominant species yeah that that would be the one thing that would push them past they're the getting point. shit done on a daily basis whereas everybody else is just yeah. kind of like scrabbling around trying to find everybody else is spending like the first couple hours of their morning trying to find their mm-hmm. arms and legs octopuses are just like i don't need those can you imagine what it's like to be a whale in the morning though and like your big fin's gone you're like oh fuck. <laughs> I... I can only <laughs> swim in circles you're just kind of like you're just kind of like spinning in the water you can't i, go I can actually imagine what it'd be like it'd be like dying because that's what would happen <laughs> they would die <laughs> Oh, I can't find my fin. It's gone. Oh, can't breach. No. Not today. No oxygen for no, Tony, no for o- whale Tony today. No, no oxygen for me now. I'm going nowhere. <laughs> so sad. Why are all the whales drowning? <laughs> the whales keep drowning. I don't know. Maybe it was when we cursed them with that ability to lose their arms and legs while they sleep. How long... How long do you have to be asleep? Well, I, hold on. I do like that it says sometimes. So what if it's like sometimes. very, very incredibly rare? Like what if it's like a once in your life time occurrence? I would, I would like to imagine it's about as rare as like diarrhea. Like it doesn't happen that often, but so it's, it's happened to you some, a few times. There's some people out there though. It's happening to all the time. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. <laughs> you, you know, you've got a friend who has a cousin that is just like losing his arms and legs every night. Uh, he has to sleep with his like, his door locked and dead bolted from the other side. Yeah. That's why you know it can happen to you. Like it's one of those things that you hear about. Like diarrhea. <laughs> like diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh i sure hope that never happens well i feel like diarrhea happens a lot when you're a baby so do you think yeah, that makes sense <laughs> no, <it's> like... <laughs> so you've just gotta you just gotta put your baby in a little baby straight jacket when you put them to sleep or just yeah babies sleep a lot too yeah, yeah. Or actually, when when the late when the arms and legs leave, how about you just take those and like put them yeah, in a closet for a couple of years stick them yeah. in a ziploc bag yeah. it's kind of like it kind of like when you got have, these like, baby legs mm-hmm. Kind of like when you have Ikea furniture and you have like the, the leftover like uh, hex tool or whatever. You just duct tape it to the bottom of the of the thing you built with it. So it's kind of like that. When the legs come off of your baby, you just kind of duct tape it to the bottom of the crib. So you, you know it's there, but it's out of the way. If this is mostly happening to babies. I think this is really like, it's kind of convenient. I mean, <laughs> imagine how many parents... You know, the baby, like, crawls out of the crib. Once it starts moving around, you know, those things are hard to keep mm-hmm. track of. Yeah, you don't have to baby You don't have to baby safe anything anymore because your baby's effectively a worm. Arms and legs go off once. You, you tuck them away for, like, two or three years. You've just got a big sausage roll. <laughs> it's a really good way to prevent your children from masturbating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, once they hit 13, 14, you, know, you, just, you just take their legs. Take their arms. You but then again, kids are, kids are pretty inventive. I'm sure they'd find a way. Life finds find a, a way. way. Um, but it would be a good way to punish them. Like, instead of grounding, you just, like, <laughs> just keep... next time they wake up, they're missing a limb. <laughs> no legs for you. This is for that time you took the car out without permission two months ago. Um, so, actually, if limbs are so unreliable that they are leaving you in the middle of the night and you can't even get them yoked or anything, I feel like if we, if we made it to this point in in um like society or some future point where mega thunderdomes are a thing you know what i feel like a lot of people are just gonna be like well fuck it i don't need my limbs i'm gonna get bigger better robot limbs maybe because why not why not well yeah i mean if those don't leave me they're faithful if you can replace your limbs with robot limbs does that mean that your limbs would work harder not to be replaced by the robot limbs it could be that's how you could scare them into staying you know if your limbs then went and got a robot body oh there be two of you oh my two different people (laughs) it's like the ship of it's like the ship of theseus you know Uh, like which of you is the real you you hang out with yourself all the time like, cause I think I would. If your limbs won the the Mega Thunderdome, oh shit! 
would they still win? But they wouldn't be able to procreate because they didn't get you. We have to. Okay, I think in order to make this whole world make sense, I think we're all thinking it. I'm just gonna say it. We got to make the dick a limb. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we got to make the, the dick only, a limb. It's the only thing that makes sense. We it's the only thing that. that makes sense. Because that way, when your when your limbs when your rogue limbs get a robot body to attach themselves and your yeah. dick to. All right. Yeah, like okay, Google this real quick. Is no, is I don't want to. Dick. I, I, Anything that segues from detachable dick. wangers. I've already got an incognito window open here, so I'm going to go ahead and do this. Is your should I say dick or donger? Dingaling? Is your dingaling a limb? Is all right. So here's the Yahoo answers. Is your penis a limb or an appendage? Um. Oh, your arms and legs are appendages, but also referred to as limbs, as they come in pairs. So unless you have two dinglings, you would have an appendage. <laughs> Mm, I don't know if I but trust hold this. On, it's... I don't know if I trust this. No, 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 no. Uh, that's go with your first instinct. You know, yeah. Yahoo answers. So <laughs> Yahoo answers. But based off the Yahoo answers definition, limb and appendage is basically uh, interchangeable, and your dick is definitely appendage. Yeah. So it's leaving in the night. <laughs> it's gone. You know what? Actually, that would be a good reason for all the women of the world to want to put men in a Thunderdome because these rogue dicks keep going along and just like... They've got a mind of their own. <laughs> like fucking dicks, shit up in the just night. Just dicks walking the street in the middle of the night. Yeah. If I, were, if I were a lady, I would not want to put up with that. No. I would... I mean... If I, I were a man, I wouldn't want to put up I with would, that. Yeah, exactly. As a man, I wouldn't feel safe walking the streets at night. And, uh, you know, if I saw a dick just, like, on the street corner propositioning me, I'd feel pretty uncomfortable. I'd be like, I first first thought, I'd be like, all right, Thunderdome. <laughs> Thunderdome. Thunderdome. You and me, dick. Come on. We... <laughs> see, let's see who's got this one. I've got two arms. How would you know it was propositioning? You're just a you dick. Know. I mean, it's a you can dick. Tell. It's always propositioning. You just see yeah, it in its You can eyes. tell. Would you... Yeah. It has a little hat. He, he tipped his hat. He winked at you, you know. Uh-huh. I would just kick it. At I the have gutter. to say, there'd probably be a lot more circumcised. There'd be a lot more uncircumcised people in the world. Well, what's the point? You're probably just going to lose it anyway. Why go through the extra effort? Well, that's what I mean. You're more likely to hold on to it if you don't cut its yeah. fucking tip it's, off. It's got to you know? have its cap, you know. And it gets cold. It's got to be able to hide. Yeah, when it gets shy, it gets nervous. Yeah, it's got to have a little shell to hide away in. God damn. God damn it. God damn. A scarf. The sentient, the sentient removable dick bit is our worst. Yeah. What is it? I don't even know where to go from here. Happy Valentine's Day, ladies. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um. The fuck. I don't know. That's about all I got. You know what? It would make. It probably would make uh, long distance relationships a lot more fun. It'd be a little easier to maintain. Actually, the whole arms and legs thing would be too. Like your your lady. Or your man or whatever is going off on a business trip, and you're like, "Guess what I did last night? I, <laughs> I detached my legs. I deta- I detached my arm to give it to you so we can hug while you're gone. I really only need the right one for my job. Yeah, I only use one arm at a time yeah. anyway. I just professional arm wrestler. I just punch cows in the face for a living. <laughs> That's really romantic. Like at night, you pull out. Or what if you can exchange arms? What if you plop her arm, like pop it into your joint or whatever? I don't really know what happens when the arms come off, actually. You can, it's just an exposed... You can at least get a holster, like an arm holster, just for this. I mean, somebody would come up with this product. Even if you can't physically attach it, you would get like an arm holster thing that you could like strap it on and it would kind of hang out with you. Yeah, exactly. So you can hug yourself and it's like, oh, look at that weirdo hugging himself. It's like, no, you insensitive fuck. <laughs> It's just probably in a long distance relationship. Well, I think that's a world. That's about all I got. God, let's let's never do this late in the night again. You, uh, we all get kind of weird, man. That half hour makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. it really it really does. Yep. Oh shit! Yep, that went off the deep end. That started in the deep end. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of there did. she blows. <laughs> I kind of did. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to everybody who submitted ideas. Sordo, Not Jimes, 12-Time Tony, Chef Robert Irvine, and Starbeard Boy. Thanks so much, whoever you are. We can't do it without you. Um, check us out online. Go to radbot, radbotproductions.com. 
And you can check out um, previous episodes, listen to them there, see what other sort of projects we're working on, and just hang out. Uh, catch us on <laughs> Just hang out on our website. Hey, you guys want to yeah. meet on the Radbot? Hang just, out. Just can, we can can't. We can't interact with each other, but we can tell each other we're hey, both on Hey, this is the future. We'll know, Anything's possible. You know, we'll just we'll be together. We're gonna create. We're gonna create a hangout page on Radbot for all the teams to. <laughs> that's a new hot thing to do. The new team. It's like page the grave. Go to Reddit. Um, to see our subreddit, you can submit ideas to us there and see when new idea or when new episodes are uh, coming online. Um, also, hit us up on Facebook. Why not? <laughs> why give me not? one. Give me one goddamn reason. Why not? I dare you. <laughs> give, me, give me a reason. Come on. Uh, thank you to Belafonte for the use of our theme song "Bastion" off their EP "Prime Meridian," which is actually now on Spotify and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. If you look for. Uh, Belafonte and then Prime Meridian Deluxe. There's some other albums and those aren't theirs. <laughs> it's just the one. Just the one. <laughs> uh, so again, thanks a lot and we'll catch you next time.